Granted, we want cheap oil, we want a balanced global market, we depend on that market, and we depend on prices being at an acceptable level. And Saudi has a huge role to play in that. But as far as meeting domestic U.S. needs, you know, the shale revolution, the energy explosion inside the United States has made that a questionable assumption. And I just want to highlight this for a second because I think it's really important because one of the reasons that this moment is so interesting to me is that we have nation-based, nation-state-based militaries doing things like protecting global oil markets. And this is, I think, a real paucity in our theoretical thinking because American militaries used to uh, used to defend American business. That hasn't been the case for a long time. And I think now we're finally seeing the contradictions of that come into focus. Absolutely, Danny. I think it was it was an abstraction from the beginning that the U.S. military was going to have some kind of role in maintaining, quote unquote, the flow of oil. Oil was always going to flow. It was simply a question of in what quantity, at what price. And the Saudis certainly, Saudi Arabia and the rest of the Gulf states, certainly had an interest in U.S. support in the 1970s and the 1980s when they were weak states with relatively uh, weak internal uh, governmental apparatuses. They had weak governance. They were threatened by regional neighbors, be it Saddam Hussein's Iraq or uh, the Islamic Republic of Iran or even the Soviet Union. So there was an interest in having the U.S. in the region. I don't know if that interest still exists in the way that it once did. I think the Saudis came to this moment realizing that they don't they may not need the U.S. moving forward. They certainly need us right now. Logistically, they need the support of the U.S. military to maintain their war in Yemen, to maintain their military in its current state. But I think this cut, this decision has thrown into stark relief the fact that this relationship doesn't really make sense for anyone anymore. It it maybe never made sense for the United States, and it may not make any sense for Saudi Arabia. So it's, it's, it's kind of a big question as to what happens moving forward. I don't think MBS is the kind of leader who would break off ties immediately. He understands that Saudi continues to gain a great deal from the United States. But I think he's conscious of the fact that the chorus for changing this relationship inside the US is growing. And I would I would emphasize that it's growing particularly inside the Democratic Party, but it's also evident in the Republican Party. This big theory that MBS makes massive geostrategic geopolitical decisions because he's interests interested in influencing the course of US domestic politics has never made he's, much he's sense. He's focused on PA2, the second district race. He's got to got to get the Republican <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, I, I do want to talk about, I think, the degree to which the, the war in Russia has clarified or, or brought into, you know, sort of starker relief some of these dynamics. But before we get to that, since this is the first time we've really had uh, anybody on who could talk about this in any uh, detail, what did you make of Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia, which was portrayed variously as like, he's going over there to bend the knee and beg for, for higher oil prices? I think that misses the mark. I think it was more about reassuring the Saudis that in spite of everything that's happened, that that has changed this relationship, nothing is actually changed. Nothing's fundamentally changed. This is, you know, Biden's line from the, the campaign about uh, to rich people, but uh, it applies here. It was sort of just a, an overall effort to reassure. But I'm curious what your your take on that that trip was. Yeah, I, I'm I lean in that direction. I don't think the trip had a tremendous amount to do with oil per se. Um, I think the timing of the trip was certainly linked to oil and to high gas prices. I think Biden himself saw the trip as necessary uh, because he needed to look like he was doing something to bring gas prices down, even if it was something that maybe came with a, a certain degree of political backlash. 
Um, but I think the more important pressure around the trip was coming from Biden's foreign policy team. It was coming from policymakers like Brett McGurk, uh, Jake Sullivan, Secretary of State Blinken, all of whom saw Biden's campaign rhetoric about MBS and about Saudi Arabia unproductive. They see the U.S.-Saudi relationship as a strategic asset. They see Saudi as a useful friend to have for the United States vis-a-vis -vis Iran, vis-a-vis -vis the normalization of Arab states with Israel, which is something that the administration does care about, although it doesn't talk about it very much. And I think they also have this kind of great power competition view of global geopolitics where Saudi Arabia now is a major supplier of oil to China. Wouldn't it be great if Saudi was still a U.S. friend as opposed to a Chinese friend? Right? Yes. 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 Yes.